0: and we see our friends just sitting down in the front row like jerks, oh, and I was like, man. what in the world? But it turns out we had the amazing seats. It turns out Jimmy, when Jimmy comes into the audience, he stands right next to us. So you did get the good so seats. So we got the good seats, and oh it was gosh. so much fun, and my husband got called. It was so, I, I was just standing there like, in all, Like, is this really happening right now?
1: Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast
0: is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant.
1: Hey guys, I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to episode 67 of
0: Design Speaks. On today's episode, we will be talking about creating your own opportunities as a creative. Or, you know, just a person. Or just a person. Humans. All humans can relate <laughs> to this one, so tell your friends.
1: I have a special surprise for anybody who figures out uh, what ginormous mistake I made on last week's episode.
0: No judgment, though. I, it's, I forgive <laughs> you for it. So <laughs>
1: I was like on my own with... With Lindsay. But
0: you did great. You did great. Thanks. You are a great leader.
1: Aww. Mm-hmm. I did feel – she has she has a wonderful voice too for radio. Uh-huh. And I can't when I was – I actually helped edit it and Kenny was helping like adjust the levels and stuff. He's like, she has a really great voice for radio. And I was like, I know I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what he was implying, but I'm like, can, I told him, can you make me sound less nasally?
0: That's so <laughs> funny. That's so I'm funny. i like, I
1: don't think that's possible.
0: It's, it's funny when you like have to listen to yourself and I mean, we, I, I think just, people read between the lines of what other people say <laughs> and I think that's why I'm just such like a sensitive like oh that's not what I meant and or like I'd like over clarify yeah. because I don't want anyone to yeah be I hurt. know that's not what he meant I yeah I was just
1: like wow she has a really great voice because she's going to be doing her own podcast so yeah she's she's going to sound great on the podcast and I was just like uh uh-huh. I, I sound nasally she... I can't change it, it this is my is. voice I was
0: born with it
1: <laughs> sort of it was probably cuter when I was born
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Michelle, I'm going to let you go first because you were, as I said on the last podcast, gallivanting. I was gallivanting. And I was just oozing with deep green slimy jealousy.
0: And I understand. I'm like jealous of myself and I wish it was a week ago. (laughs) I wish it was a week ago right now. You're jealous of a week ago? (sighs) I'm jealous of past Michelle because I had so much fun. I was in New York City. We went on an anniversary trip and how many years nine nine years i don't and everybody's like so what are you gonna do for 10 and i'm like we're probably gonna still be broke from nine so
1: i don't know (laughs) no one says you can do something big at not
0: 10 exactly um so we had tons of fun ate lots of good food i'm still i'm still like suffering from eating whenever i wanted oh because (laughs) i would i just i would find something be like "Ooh, i want to try that swipe and then i would just eat it and it was amazing. I'm surprised I didn't walk away with food poisoning once because there was one place we went to uh, that I was like, mm, no. Questionable? Oh, no. I couldn't eat it. I oh. took four bites and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Oh, no. I'm what done. kind of food? Well, I made my way into Chinatown. Oh, man. I had a, I did a lot of research. I did a lot of Pinterest research and was like, okay, where did the, where do I go? And I was like, I really want to try some good Chinese food. I didn't realize it was authentic Chinese food, oh my and gosh. so it was—it was just rough for me. I couldn't get past how slimy Ooh, some of it was and okay. how fatty. Texture, stop and it. stop now. <laughs> uh, Kelly, Kelly got a pretty decent tasting dish. Like he really liked his, and he was able to get past some of the stuff. Like he just mm. got chicken. But every bite of chicken had bones in it. Oh my god! And so I couldn't do it. I oh. couldn't. And so he was like, "You just wasted twenty one dollars." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'm but not going to be sick. It, but I won't so, be throwing up
1: later. You're yeah, welcome."
0: Yeah, I do not care. <laughs> like I will, I will take this, whatever. Oh
1: my gosh! And but the highlight of your trip was the highlight of my trip it. was
0: that we got to go to the Tonight Show with oh Jimmy, starring J- Jimmy Fallon. And who was
1: your favorite?
0: Um, on the show? No,
1: who is your, he is he, oh, like, yes, I'm, I'm like, making a statement.
0: Who is Jimmy your Fallon, favorite? Jimmy Fallon, who is
1: your favorite? Oh, yes.
0: Oh my gosh. It was, it was so much fun. And um, I was like nervous the entire time. Because we got we got the tickets and like I can hardly believe it's happening and now like I'm in there and you got the tickets ahead of time yeah we got the tickets we knew we were going to the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon before we even went to New York Um, so that was like a set in stone made sure that we dressed appropriately we made sure because it was like a dress code there and we made sure that we. Showed up on time, which I was like, we're going to get lost. We're going to get lost on the subways and we're going to end up in Harlem and I'm not going to see there tonight You got there the three show. hours early. We got there two hours early. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. I was like, I'm not getting lost. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and we ended up getting like really baller seats. Like they were, um, so we went with friends and they ended up sitting like front row and I was so jealous. I was like, your yeah. friends got front row? They got front row. Um, they got called first they because as soon as you like walk through um, this line and these people are like hi welcome are you so excited to be here tonight and I was just like yeah like playing it up because <laughs> how am I getting the good seats you know yeah and I was just like I was like yeah oh my gosh I'm so excited I love Jimmy Fallon this is our first time here Bleah. and um, they <laughs> and they like write things on your ticket and they're like, have a good night. Have so much fun. And they wrote like, they wrote like Q on our friend's tickets. And then they wrote, um they wrote two on our tickets. And I was like, two. Q and two.
1: What does that even mean? And so
0: then they started calling people. Okay, if you're A through N and then um O through Z. And like they would make you line up according to mm. your, according to your ticket stubs. And you were let in, they'd have to, it was very, we were like kind of like a cattle call. So you're just like, shuttle, oh. you're like, you're like shuffled. Like, yeah, exactly. We're like shuffled into an elevator, 12 people at a time. Ah. And then you're like let out and you have to line up in the right line. My and gosh. then they like talk to you and they vet you. Um, and so I was like really sad because they called those numbers. And then they started calling, okay, if you have double numbers, double A's, double B's, double C's. And I had two And so they went through all of the alphabet with double and then then they called white tickets. We had orange tickets. Oh, my
1: gosh. You're like, are we not getting in? I don't
0: think we're getting in. And I'm just like, why? And it's taking us forever. (gasps) And finally, like, okay, numbers. And so we like ran up because we have two. So one and then two. And so we go in. And we see our friends just sitting down in the front row like jerks. And I was like, oh, what in the world? But it turns out we had the amazing seats oh. because we are we sat on the very left looking at the stage. Um, so it'd be stage right. I think. OK, um, why is that better? So we were stage left or stage right. I guess I can't remember. I always get confused with stage directions. Like, you, you were in the theater. Like seven. <laughs> I know. Like you should s- know this. Six or seven rows up. Um We're, you know, right in front of Jimmy. Okay. Um, Our friends are sitting, like, they might as well just be on the stage with the Roots. They're right next to the Roots. Okay. And so I'm just like, this isn't fair. What the heck? We were so excited. And it turns out Jimmy, when Jimmy comes into the audience, he stands right next to us. (gasps) So you did get the good. seats. So we seats. got the good seats, and oh it was gosh. so much fun. And my husband got called to play a game with Jimmy Fallon and Goodness. The Roots. And The Roots wrote a song to, about Kel, about Kelly to the tune of Baby Shark. Have you heard that song? Yeah, Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so. I I was just standing there, like in awe. Like, is this really happening right now?
1: I can't believe it. When and you when you told me that that he was. You know, I know they they like they cut his part. They cut
0: they cut the whole segment, which we anticipated. We were, we but were that like, was still an experience. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was such a fun experience. And then because I didn't get enough the first day, I went back the next day and went to the monologue rehearsal, which you can you can only go to the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon twice a year what every six months you can't go more than that they won't allow They want it. to make
1: sure everyone gets a chance everyone gets a
0: chance there's a high volume it's a miracle we even got tickets oh my
1: gosh and
0: so um we got to go but the monologue rehearsal as long as you aren't going the day that the day of that show you can go as many times as you want oh. and so we went back the next day and even though we didn't have tickets to the monologue rehearsal i got us in so, whatever, oh my God, And so I just felt like it was a really, really exciting experience for me because one, I just love Jimmy Fallon, and two, I really love that business. And so it I was mean, well, like,
1: you're in you're in film, yeah, it just was a so. it was just a
0: really fun experience and lo- good learning experience and reignited my love for talk shows, like even more so,
1: just on a different from a different angle from yeah, from yeah. like a
0: production behind the scenes gotcha. angle, that so makes sense. lots of fun. um I I have been listening to a lot of Justin Timberlake, honestly, this past few weeks. But I'm not going to play another Justin Timberlake song. An artist I really, really Is enjoy. Is that like
1: a, like a favor? It was like, like... As a favor to you, Brandi. As a favor to you. I will to not you, bring not gonna, another Justin Timberlake song. I
0: I can't. Like, I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna have to start paying him if I play another song. <laughs> That's probably true. So, <laughs> um, But there's an artist that I really, really enjoy. I met her in L.A., and she's really sweet but also I and I was blown away by her performance. And so she just released a song that's pretty timely. It's called Enjoy Your Holiday. Autumn is upon us. It's holiday season. Is it? Uh-huh. It's holiday season. Uh. It's you're about to have a fall party. I know, but it's a holiday season. It's the holidays. Fall is
1: a holiday.
0: Halloween. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll let you have your fun. Thanks. Um it's called Enjoy Your Holiday and I guess we we'll just take all Take it Make it all right Take it back off your mind taste of it. It's just tons. of I like how free spirited she sounds and she's got this incredible voice. So I think her oh, I'm going to botch it. I can't remember her real name. I want to say it's something like Stephanie or Amber <laughs> something. She was a runner up on American Idol. Oh, nice. Um, so she's like the, she's so talented um, and such like a fun spirit. Like I had no idea who she was when I met her. She was just on stage performing and I was like dang this girl's got talent like holy moly she's amazing and she got off stage and I was like girl you're so good like keep going like wow and just telling her like you're doing so good and I don't know where you are in life but keep <laughs> going and then I look at her I look at her Instagram and I'm like oh you have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of followers okay and I look at her spot no, you don't need my like, encouragement never mind yeah and then I'm, <laughs> exactly I'm like who am I oh you you did a song with Aaron Marsh. Okay, never mind. I'm I'm done. I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> nah. Like, I
1: think she probably really appreciated it. I really it. meant it, too. Yeah. Like,
0: she is so good. And so this is just a new little release, I think. I think artists get excited about holidays and they're like, here's a song. Yeah, it's an excuse. Yeah. And people want to buy music around the holidays. Yeah, exactly. And so I think this is just a fun little ditty. I'll have to
1: listen to the whole
0: thing. A ditty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, there you go.
0: What about Um, your week? I feel
1: like, speaking of ditties, I should just like play my song now.
0: I know, might as well. It's another little ditty. want to start with your song? I've got a
1: ditty, so we'll we'll
0: play mine now. Okay.
1: a man walks down the street he says why am i soft in the middle now why am i soft in the middle of Rest of my life is so hard I need a photo opportunity I want a shot of redemption Don't want to end up a cartoon In a cartoon graveyard Bone digger, bone digger Dogs in the moonlight Far away my well-lit door Mr. Beer Melly, Beer Get these mutts away from me, you know I don't find this stuff amusing anymore If you'd be my bodyguard I can be along Betty, when you call me, you can call me out.
0: A man walks down the street. That is a ditty. If you haven't heard this song, you've probably been under a rock somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you got to skip during that song or like dance with like a mop in your hand while you're like cleaning the, <laughs> the kitchen. Just bob your head, <laughs> yeah. dancing a little bit. So um, I
1: this song came out when I was like five. I don't think I heard it until I was like... 15 oh, okay or 16 and um i don't know i think my boyfriend at the time like listened to it or something but you're like
0: ooh, this it's, is a
1: good one it, i thought it was like weird at the time because it was like 1996 oh. and it was like oh this is okay at that
0: point it's just like a an old not cool song
1: yeah i don't know it was like it was okay i just didn't really get it but like in my 20s the album like came back around to me and I was like, I love this whole album. So this is, this song is called, you can call me Al. It's by Paul Simon of Simon and Garfunkel. Um, Nice. Obviously he went out on his own. He's just Paul Simon. And this album is called Graceland and the whole album is unbelievable. And I love it. Um, This, I found out that, but like the, it says you can call me Betty and you can, you can call me Al. Apparently, it's, like, the story of when, like, his wife and him first met. Like, they both mis- mistook each other's names. Oh. <laughs> and she thought he was Al, and her name is Peggy, and he thought it was Betty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That
0: is so funny. <laughs> so it's
1: just like it's just, like, a song he wrote about when they first met. And it's, like... That's super cute. It's just fun. And it just, like, kind of gives me the warm fuzzies. And I like it. I just kind of like it. And it's, like, upbeat and fun and a little goofy. And I like to listen to it when I'm... In the kitchen.
0: (laughs) I'm like you called it. Yep. So Yep. In the kitchen when you're like cooking, (laughs) like you're like getting a utensil out of the drawer. Yeah. just
1: got (laughs) to dance around with it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyways, I guess I'll talk about my week now. Yeah. That'd be good. (laughs) Go for it. Uh, So I've been listening to Paul Simon. Um, I
0: started a new podcast. Well, two new podcasts, actually. Um, You say that every time like you started a new podcast without me. And I'm like, what? you're doing
1: another one <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: yes listening i know i did that to
1: you too yeah <laughs> i'm listening to uh, to new, to two new podcasts i don't remember where okay so let's just go back i was listening to i think 99 percent invisible okay and at the end they had an advertisement for the this new one for wolverine Ooh, they by got Marvel. you and then on Marvel, I was – so I listened to the Wolverine one, and on Wolverine, they had this one called – an ad for this one called The Bright Sessions. Oh, my gosh. It's like an inception of it podcast is, ads. It is, but that the, you, they're guys. all so good. So um, Wolverine is brand new. There's only, like, four episodes out. Okay. Um, but it's really good. It's a, it's audio drama. It's basically, yeah. like, a comic in audio form. Okay. Um, but it's really good. Um, and The Bright Sessions is really interesting. It's, it's like a – um aside psy- oh, i'm so terrible at this either psychologist or psychiatrist
0: i can never remember what the difference is psychologist Well, psychiatrist is like someone who like sits down and and like evaluates how if how you are like are you okay and a psychologist is someone who does tests on you without you knowing. Ah, it's bad. It's bad. Okay. Bad description. But what, sure. is, what is
1: the... <laughs> One of those people, it's basically that is this person, Dr. Bright. So it's the Bright Sessions. Okay. So she is a um, psychiatrist for um, people with paranormal abilities. Psychiatrist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, she she basically like does audio recordings of her sessions with like... Like an empath and a person who can time travel and like all this stuff. And so you kind of – and they're only 15-minute episodes. Um, Thankfully for me, I'm like three years past this bandwagon. So I have three years worth of episodes to catch up on. But they're really good and they're really fun. And um, I'm just – I like weird stuff like that. So. Yeah, no,
0: that's that's a lot of fun, and it's nice that you have three years. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's not a lot. They don't. It's not like an episode a week or anything. So there's okay. not a whole lot of them. But um, the interesting thing to me about it too was that the production value is not super high. Okay. Like it. It sounds like she's talking into like an old tape recorder. Oh. Like, and I know that they is that add purposeful. Like, I don't know, and that's what I, I just. It. You can kind of hear like they do add in like the click, you know, of the. K- like she's recording, like a, like a cassette tape. Yeah, like a cassette tape. But also, I think that made it so that they didn't have to really master They're the like, audio. Yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, the content's really good. The writing is good. Like the acting in the first few is like ah, uh, but the content's so good that you kind of stick with it, and it just like gets better. Okay. So um, so that's been really fun listening to those. And I got a new haircut today.
0: Yeah, that's big news. I feel like this is a perfect haircut for you in this time it's like a whole new season <laughs> all around for you i haven't
1: had short hair for like three years you haven't probably. i've talked to you out of
0: it for th- i know three years i
1: i was like when i saw you for lunch today i was like i didn't tell you i was getting my hair cut
0: because you would have told me no <laughs> i've would just been like can it not be that short like just keep it like below <laughs> just below your shoulder yeah nope <laughs> no, i this did is it good i did it it's, it's like
1: a french bob and it's got I a just, little
0: wave to it and some bangs it's super cute here's the thing with short hair Like you get a short haircut and then it just keeps getting shorter. And I'm, yeah, that's why I'm just like, no, no, that's what's happening. Next is uh, probably like a
1: a longish pixie. Okay. It's next for like the new year ish. See, and probably probably like spring, probably like spring.
0: So like March.
1: Maybe because I'm getting something really cool done for color. And in December, I'm going to do this thing called oil slick. And it looks like rainbowy stuff in your hair. Mm -hmm. So we'll see that's fun um the last thing is we're having a garage sale tomorrow
0: oh gosh how are you even awake right now i don't know you should be sleeping
1: i know we're not even anywhere near ready but we need to get rid of stuff and it's getting cold and then
0: people don't want to go to yard sales so only the the like dedicated i know go to (laughs) this so so that's what's happening that's fun yeah that's all good things and you're here and we're everything and good. we're
1: both here we're
0: both here it's gonna be it's just a really busy month for both it is. of us yeah we're busy like every single day every single day and into the night and this is i get to rest a little bit tomorrow by rest i mean like fold some clothes <laughs> and make sure my house isn't completely trashed before i leave it all day all weekend yeah like all day and into the night throughout the weekend you're
1: filming some more
0: i am filming more production stuff which is tons of fun and, like, when I'm there, I'm like, this is great.
1: It's just the getting – yeah, it's getting all the stuff to work around it. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Like,
0: I have to find a babysitter, and it's just for Sunday. And so it's just – it's a lot, but it's tons of fun. Um, but – Like an elephant? Huh? Tons of fun. <laughs> I get it. It's tons. That's just a terrible You, you joke. can
1: tell when it's late, guys. <laughs>
0: we're we're just n- not – We're not
1: recording in the morning, The we're 100% A little on bit it. loopy. Yeah. Just a little. Just
0: slightly. Um so I want to go back to New York just a little bit. I we went without our daughter and we missed her. Well, I mean, it is your anniversary. So much. Yes, but I mean, that's never happened before. Like we've never been on a trip without her. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I don't, don't think so. This is the first time. Like we went like on a day thing, a night thing, one time, um, but otherwise it's like just like a day, right? Or we have a babysitter for the day and maybe part of the night, and then we pick her up and we go home. But we went almost like almost five days without her and one traveling is so much easier without yes. a kid i yes, was just it like we're on the plane
1: and we and i don't feel stressed time to spare
0: or sweaty <laughs> and, um but one of like my favorite things that we got to do was just wander mm-hmm. um we got to wander and try new foods and we would like find a place and be like do you want to go in there sure let's go in there and so that can happen sometimes with our daughter but a lot of the time she kind of dictates it as well because she's tired or mm. she's hungry or she has to pee and this place doesn't have a bathroom. Right. Um, so things like that happen. And while that's not bad, it was just kind of like refreshing for us to be able to do that. And it like renewed my sense of like, I don't know, creativity in a way of like, I can do things. <laughs> yeah. And that's so cool. <laughs> um and, bef- and it helped – because what an- another thing that helped along with that was before I left, I was talking to my coworkers about um, about how I was going to The Tonight Show. And I was like, it'd be cool if I got a job there. Like, kind of huh. joking. <laughs> 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 Ha-ha. Really- ha And I've talked about it again, like, to them. And I'm just like, just so you guys know if I ever get a job there, like, peace. I love you guys, <laughs> but I have to go do this. Yeah. My dreams were- would be calling me. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was just talking about how it'd be cool if I got a job there and just like, like, or just like me, even meeting Jimmy Fallon would uh-huh. be really cool. I was like, but obviously touching it's not going to happen. Waistcoat. We're literally <laughs> just touching his coat. Um, it's literally, it's not going to happen. We're just in the audience. And a coworker was like, no, you know what? I fully believe in you creating your own opportunities. And so I believe that you can do that. You are more than qualified to go work there. Capable. And capable qualified to go work there and you can do it and all you need to do is create your own own opportunity and so i am going to congratulate you in advance for doing all of that and i was just like oh my gosh like Thanks. so much pressure and also <laughs> like hey you're kind of on to something and i kind of held that the entire time we walked out of the tonight show um for the first night and i was kind of like sad excited and sad i um and I say sad because I was a little bit jealous, too. Like, my husband got to, like, be on the show oh, and, like, yeah. play the game. And I was just like, it should have been me. And I'm like, just be happy for him. But it should have been me. <laughs> and I would have shined because he was a little bit nervous. You are one. And I, but I wasn't the one speaking. <laughs> and so, like, I kind of walked out with, like, this feeling of I didn't do it. I didn't create my own opportunity. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And so it I, it really felt like it was not enough. And so the next day, um, we had already talked about maybe going to the monologue rehearsal or trying to go. And so I did. I went there. We didn't have tickets for it. You're supposed to get tickets a few months in advance. And I walked up there and I said, hi, do you have tickets for the monologue rehearsal? And they're like, oh, no, sorry. We're completely out of those. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And then I just stuck around for the next 30 minutes. Um, And as people started showing up, well, it was like 10 minutes after that, people started showing up and they started lining up and getting ready to go to the monologue rehearsal. And the security guard was just like, hey, are you guys here for the monologue rehearsal? I was like, oh, no, I wish. That'd be so cool. And he's like, do you want to go to the monologue rehearsal? And I said, yes. And he said, let me give you a little hint go stand over there. And he pointed us to a wall and we stood there and 10 minutes later, we were in the monologue rehearsal and I felt like like, I was at this, again, Back in the same studio as the Tonight Show, with starring Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon standing in front of us, going over his monologue where he ter- tells double the jokes, and it's our job to tell him whether or not they're funny. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize. Yeah, so he tells double the jokes all through his monologue, and then he went and sat down and did double the amount of jokes for thank you notes, and then I did another that. series. It was so much fun. D- another little bit that he had called "In Lighter News." It was just such a fun night and of course i missed such a good night like actual show because it was a night with ricky gervais oh man and who's someone you probably don't super care about sean mendez um he's a pop is. star okay um musician amazing musician so much fun but it was just those two so they had tons of fun and played games and then he had a really baller monologue like it was just a really cool monologue but i got to go to the monologue rehearsal and so i and i got to and be you liked a, that more the behind the scenes i did i did and i felt like i walked out feeling like yeah i don't have a job at the tonight show but i got to go into the monologue rehearsal and i like i did it i did it (laughs) and you got to learn some stuff i learned so much stuff from that like how they get through the rehearsals and who's all involved in that and what their process is like what they do to get through it and all the people that are it's like a loaded house so um all that being said Creating your own opportunity stemmed from the idea of a co-worker that I work with. And I wanted to talk about that today and what that means and what that looks like.
1: Okay. So do you feel like you sort of created your own opportunity in that moment at all? Like, is that something that you felt
0: like you did? I, I do to an extent. I felt like I did everything I could to get there. And obviously, there was a chance that I didn't get in. I did, but I knew that there was a chance that it wouldn't work. Um, but but you made every effort. I made every yeah. effort to do that. Because you
1: could have easily just been like, um, oh, there's no more tickets. Okay, let's go, Kelly. We can go do something else.
0: And that's what he was doing. Yeah. He was like, oh, there's no more tickets. Sorry. And I was just like, hold on. <laughs> We're going to wait a Pause. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> we got 10 minutes. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And so I do feel like I, I kind of like – sneakily got my way in because like the woman who was like sorry we don't have any tickets was the person upstairs after that getting people's tickets from them and she's like you got in oh, and I was like man. I did <laughs> she's like how did you do that yeah she was like haha so my winning
1: personality it's me,
0: it's me. <laughs> but I do feel like I to a certain extent created that opportunity mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been there had we just left right so yeah I guess I did even though I knew that it wasn't hundred percent So, so what is, what is your question exactly then? Like, is it, how, how do people create their own opportunities in terms of um, work, in terms of
1: doing something? Like following
0: your, your passions kind of? Yeah. Like mine is obviously, it's just, it's, it's a talk show, but that, that story is about a talk show. But in terms of like something that they really do enjoy that they're passionate about in, um, like their career sense. How do they, how do they get to where they want to be? Like they see these people that they aspire to be, but how do they get there and achieve that level that they want to achieve?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think that, you know, a lot of, a lot of people say, especially to be honest, especially where we live, because it's it's sort of a big little city, if that makes sense. Yeah, like Albuquerque, does. like it's it's growing, but a, like mostly like mostly everybody knows someone that you know if you don't know them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so around here like People are saying often, like it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Like you can't, especially like in the design, in the design space. If you want to work at an agency, you almost have to know somebody. Um, and so, I, I don't feel that that's correct though. When it comes to like making your own opportunities necessarily, mm-hmm. I think that can be part of it. Like, um, because part of part of making your own opportunities comes from connections Mm -hmm. and yes that is partially like getting to know people but I think that it's um I just thought about this now as you were talking um trying to like sort of reverse engineer like from where you want to be backwards if does that make sense
0: yeah, to to an extent. Go ahead and explain it.
1: So I was just thinking, um, I was just thinking, I don't know that I would have been able to do this. So I think, I think that this is kind of just like a work, a theory working in progress as I talk right now. But um, I, when my very first like graphic design job outside of graduating with my degree was um, working as a web graphics designer. Mm-hmm. um where you created
0: created the thumbnails. i just created
1: thumbnails and like stuff for the slideshow at church and like it wasn't a lot of really intense design work but how i got there um was by creating my opportunities for myself in other areas and i'll, I'll just like go through it real quick so um in 2005 um so i've always loved music i've always wanted to be involved with music um As far on a design, on a design level, like designing for bands, for shirts, for album art, for all that stuff. i had worked with a couple of friends who had like small bands and like they did something like when I was still going to school. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found that they were looking for um, some volunteers to help work this concert festival in Albuquerque. And they they had been doing this festival for years and years and years. And I was always going as like an attendant. Yeah. Um, But I decided, okay, well if I want to, ultimately, if my goal is to be a um, designer in the space of, you know, the music industry, I have to get into the music industry somehow. And so I volunteered to help with this festival. And um, I ended up working like the merch, the merch tent and realized that there was no one really in charge of the merch tent. And I thought, well, if I kind of make a, position for myself here, make myself valuable, I will I can become the merch manager and manage all of the tables, make sure everyone is set, make sure there's communication with just me, with all the bands. That way there's not like this band talking to six volunteers over here and this band talking. It's like I manage all the things. So I convinced the director of the festival that this was needed and I helped like figure out the like the autograph lines and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. That was something I created for myself. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so that connection with that director. Ended up with him recommending me for this job at the radio station. The, the It was called. It's connection communications where I used to work. Um, the design department there. Because he knew that I did design. But mm-hmm. he had worked with me at that point for. Like three or four years at these festivals. And knew what I could do. He knew my personality. He knew that I would also fit. Um, so.
0: If that makes sense, like... It was, it was, it was who you, mm, it was, it was because you knew this person, but also because you showed that you were qualified. Right. So
1: it was in the beginning, I created the opportunity without knowing anybody. Yeah. I got to know this person who then became another opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's just kind of, it's kind of been that way throughout, throughout my own creative career. Um, I went to work at another place and... I,
0: I kind of joke with
1: other creatives that we kind of make up our own titles.
0: <laughs> we we do because we do. My my cre- my my. I don't even know what my title is. Like <laughs> I have a name for it. I'm ca- I've, I'm titled the creative producer, and I get what that means. But what? Right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I call myself now an ind- independent creative director. Mm-hmm. We just give ourselves names. But that's that's also but it's that's true. part of like what we do because we do so many different things as creatives and we do, we do to a, to a point have to create these opportunities for ourselves. I ended up being like the director of publishing over at like a a sports t-shirt printing place because they took over like the, the program printing and designing for like the whole state of New Mexico. And they gave that to me. So then I became the director of publishing and it's just, it's, it's not just who you know, but it's, that you know how to do things. And I think that sometimes people say it the
0: other way. Mm -hmm. I I think that something we have, we like me like a little bullet list of notes of like what we wanted to talk about within this episode. Um, But another way of saying what we wanted to say originally is that you just have to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. and get to know people you don't know. So you can know them.
1: Right. And I know that um, there are a lot of introverted creatives. Oh yeah. If you know, to some level, even I am an introvert, mm-hmm. um, but I have found that every, virtually every good, um, every time I've had the the space to create an opportunity, was because I was putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. Whether it was going to a conference, um, whether it was, uh, you know, just calling. Like we got Leatrice Eisman on here because How? we In, I was just seems- like, well. I'm just gonna ask, and, and it, Chris Hewitt, and yeah, um, coming I, up in a few weeks. Yeah, and I have, you know, I won't, I won't say who just yet because I haven't nailed down a date. But I have another really big interview that I'm, I've almost got under under wraps right now. But mm-hmm. I've almost got like solidified just because. I'm asking and trying to create that opportunity for us to have people that are well-known so that we can maybe get more listeners that recognize, you know, that we have something
0: valuable to say. And I think once you put yourself out there, and even if you are, like Brandy says, an introvert, um, you realize that the people that you're putting yourself out there in front of have like a really big common ground with you. And so all of a sudden, you're with all these people who... They might be extroverts. They might be introverts. But you are all in interested in the same exact thing. And so you have something really fun to talk about and get to know each other on and bond over. Right. Um, even if it's for five minutes or 30 minutes.
1: Right. Well, and you never – you just never know. Um, investing in other people will never be um, a bad investment. Like, yeah. Because you never know. It's not that you're trying to go – and that's the other – that's the thing about networking, I think, that makes people kind of bristle at wanting to do it because it feels like you're selling yourself. It does. It's, it's like, oh, here's me up. and I do this and don't you want to work with me? But if you go at it from the angle of I want to connect with you, I want to have a actual relationship with you, mm-hmm. then you get to make genuine friendships yeah. and then things can come out of that. And I think that that's really important. Um, Hugh Weber a while back was talking about, you know – creative community and he's all about Mm -hmm. making connections Mm -hmm. and um I've been talking to him one-on-one since uh since he was here for the design summit last fall and you know he's become a really valuable resource for me professionally and I never I didn't start you know connecting with him because I thought he could get me somewhere right but in this relationship on the back end, things that I can't talk about right now, but he's actually helping me with some things, mm-hmm. and it's turning into a space where I can create opportunity for myself. So it's like it's almost like a catch twenty two, if that makes sense.
0: It does. It does. It's it a, a lot of the time, from what I've experienced personally, um, networking slash making connections can often seem like it goes in circles, mm-hmm. nowhere um and it's not that that's a bad thing it's just like oh well i guess if i ever need this then i can just contact this person until the
1: day you need that yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and then it's just like i don't i don't know like i feel like i feel like sometimes it's just like well was that worth it Was was that was that was that like is that gonna lead anywhere but the truth of the matter is that relationships really do matter
1: relationships are always worth it yes i mean I think that if you go at every networking opportunity, and I I want to use networking in a very loose term because you could go have coffee with someone and call it networking and have it be really cold or you can go have coffee with someone and just go have coffee with someone and make a new friend. Mm -hmm. And that can be networking. Yeah, It's just just getting to know people because um, if you have just the slightest bit of extroversion enough to just get out like once a month to go to... An AIGA meeting or an AAF or creative mornings or, you know, there's film clubs. There's any number or even things that aren't related to your field. Like to get to know people and them get to know you, there will be
0: opportunities for more opportunities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I – something interesting that I'm just thinking about and I'm going to be careful with with how I say it because I'm talking about – a few specific people I know, and I don't mean it to be... I really don't mean it to be mean at all. Um, but I've noticed that there are people in my life who... Um, they they seem to be, like, really, like, out there and honest and, like, tons of fun. But they honestly... Like, they really, really never hang out with anyone. Mm. And it seems... and And when you... And you hear that other people have tried to just like really invite them along, hang out with them one-on-one, in groups, with spouses, and then they just like don't ever. It feels like what they're putting out like on their Instagram or any form of social media is just really fake. Mm. And it, it's not personable. And it's, it just kind of like makes you think, mm. You're that's the, but, the, but you're not like you're not like being a nice person mm-hmm. and I don't believe in what you're trying to sell me. Right. Because relation uh, going back to again, relationships are super important and I don't have that with you. And it's and it's like, OK, sure, you're not. Maybe you just don't want to like be my friend. But what about all these other people who are also trying mm-hmm. and you say like you're really close with, but you've never hung out with them one-on-one?
1: Oh, yeah. Wow, that's that's like a whole other tangent that's like really hard with social media. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, another, another angle as to why it's important to um, – we could talk another time about the importance of reaching out and making connections online because those can be genuine. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is with somebody like that is that – they are being found out mm-hmm. by the people that actually do know which is them.
0: Uncreating opportunities, right? Which is
1: which is the opposite of creating opportunities. You're actually probably blocking a lot of opportunities yes. because people want to know the real you, and that's where that's where the opportunities are going to come. Um, if you were to apply for a job, maybe you have a great looking resume. But if, if you're not putting yourself out there and showing what a great person you are in any capacity, networking and otherwise, you're not going to be able to have a great interview mm-hmm. because you're not used to talking to people. You're not used to trying to foster those relationships. And oftentimes, sometimes that that resume may not be exactly what they're looking for. Maybe it's close. And then you do the interview and it's like, Okay, this person's gonna fit and I think that they can learn the maybe one or two little like idiosyncratic mm-hmm. things that, that are available for them to learn here.
0: Yeah, and I and I think that that has been like a strong point for me is that I apply for jobs that I, I look at them and I'm just like, I I can't I don't meet all of these qualifications but I know that if I, yeah, exactly. I know that if I can get my foot in the door and like get the interview, I can do this. And I I don't, I mean, I've spent the past four years, five years just being in the public. And um, I did like a show for a while on the radio. So I was technically like a public figure, but I had to go meet a lot of people. And while I am an introvert, it really helped a lot with just me talking to people in real life and especially um in interviews or that type of ce- that type of scenario where I am nervous but I have to act natural and I mean it got me the job and so I'm pretty stoked on it so yeah that you're right it, it does it does help so
1: I think that ultimately like creating opportunities for yourself is possible um and this is this may sound like really hippy dippy but I'm just gonna say it anyways like it kind of starts with the like. It needs to be a mindset. Like you have to believe. Like you said, um, Joel said to you that you, you know, I'm already cheering for you. Like that gave you the mindset so I can like, do this. You, so that got like your little your little hamster wheel in and he's just running the whole time you're in New York, mm-hmm. and you're it's like giving you confidence. It's like, man, maybe he's right. Maybe I can do this. Like your inner monologue. If it was say if he was like, Yeah, dude, you're totally just gonna be in the audience. Yeah, like good luck with that. You're like no, yeah, exactly. you know, good luck if he notices you. That would have that would've you probably went to tried to get into the second not at thing. All. You probably would have been really depressed that Kelly got up there <laughs> and not you. Like, so I, I'm not a mind over matter person. I'm I'm definitely not like super hippie crystal type anything, but I know that our thoughts can really make or break us. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the confidence that it takes to create your own opportunities, you have to have that mindset. And then you have to be willing to go out and make those connections. So it's like the mindset and the connections are the biggest ways that you can figure out making your own
0: opportunities. I love it. I love it so much. That just all like came Boom. together somehow. I Holy don't know. moly! Tied it in a beautiful bow. Your <laughs> present episode sixty-seven. Oh man, <laughs> sixty-seven rhymes with present. I don't know. It's a loose rhyme. Sure, it's a very loose rhyme. A rapper could make it work. Jimmy Fallon can make it work. Jimmy Fallon can make it work. Hey, do we have I, – I know that we do, but I felt like I should ask you, do oh, we yeah. have feedback? <laughs> we do. So I don't know what happened with you iTunes, but – iTunes deleting
1: our feedback. There was, there, was two new, there was two new reviews, and I went to go check the other one, and it was MIA. So I don't know. Maybe they took it down. Maybe they're like, wait, this is the wrong podcast. But <laughs> Shoot, shoot, shoot <Turn> it. it. <laughs> But I actually did have someone um, on Instagram direct message me. That's been actually how I've been getting a few of them when I post podcasts. People have been just messaging me. Super cool. Which is even better. Yeah. Um, However, if you're getting something out of this podcast, I would appreciate it if you would go tell us something on iTunes because it just helps us on that end to get, you know, higher in the ranks when people search us. And Mm -hmm. we want more people to be able to find us. So, anyway, so this person's uh, name is Raham. Okay. R-E-H-A-M. Their their tag on Instagram is underscore R-E-E-R-U. R-E-E-R-U. No idea. Yeah. So, uh, she says... Hi, Brandy. I just wanted to tell you that I somehow waltzed onto your podcast with Michelle and I have been listening to it nonstop. Even though it's not a how I kind of post, I learn a lot from it. I never listened to podcasts before or share it with my friends, but I did that today because I think it's worth it. Anyway, just wanted to tell you that and I hope you have a wonderful day. I love it. Oh my goodness. That's so kind. Like not only does she love
0: it, she but stopped she to tell us she loved it and she shared it with somebody. And that's what you should do. Yes. Go share this podcast with a friend. Um thank you so much for your feedback. Again, as Brandy said, let us know what you think if you have any comments or feedback. Um Instagram is fine, but we do prefer iTunes just because it's like it's like it's like iTunes, you know? Yes. <laughs> we want to look good on iTunes, you guys. It's it's just real. It's just real. <laughs> um Where can people
1: find us? People can find us on all forms of social media at
0: B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A. That's at Brandy C. Yep. That's me. Um, You can give us your feedback or hit us up the new old-fashioned way. Um, Oh, wait. I already said that. No, they can
1: email me at brandy at brandyc.com. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, that's right. Brandy at brandyc.com. It's okay. You've been gone a few weeks. I really need to get back into flow (laughs) of this. Um, A huge thanks to Vespertine, who I also got to hang out with in New York. Uh, Stop rubbing it in. All the cool things
1: you got to do and all the fun people you got to hang out with. I got to hang out with
0: Colin and it was tons of fun. And we talked about you and we missed (laughs) you when we sent our love from New York. It was good. Speaking of connections, I know him because
1: I met him while he was playing a show at the festival that I worked.
0: There you go. boom! Connection. Yeah. Connection. So thank you for, to Vespertine for letting us use his song as our intro and outro to our podcast. Um, go give us comments and feedback on iTunes. And share with a friend. And share. I
1: know you guys are getting value out of this. And all we ask for now is that you share it and That's review all. us. That's all. That's all. It's not a lot, you guys.